Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is the Geek Slays, and welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast, episode number one hundred and fifty-four. We brought Wonder back because I'm awful at finding guests for the show. It also is a bit of a problem starting the Run the North podcast with Jake and Miller. It's really hard for me to think, oh, I'll invite Jake on my normal show this week. Because it's like we're going to have this whole conversation, like the same type of conversation on our own show later in the week. Later in the day, they both release on Friday. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I, it just doesn't feel right to have it be those two anymore. So, going to have to figure that out. Shit, maybe it's all about just having Wonder come back as the as the guy except that might not work exactly how i want it to because you know we'd have to record a different day than thursday because darts yeah pretty much the only time i would have time to record would be like tuesday nights or the weekend maybe or the weekend yeah maybe oh by the way i can't and you cannot say why either but are you still going to the one thing with me tomorrow night for that person we know. We can't reveal it because there's a chance he listens to this before <laughs> before the, the night comes. I, I I really can't reveal more information, but we talked about this. What were we... Uh, I'm gonna... I have a feeling I kind of know what's... Kind of... Just check I your feel fucking like phone. Probably... Yeah. Just... just, yeah. Ch- just you're you're not doing you're not doing enough my watch even ah. though i just sat down is telling me it's time to stand back up that's pretty funny oh uh yeah i'm i think yeah. i should still be okay. free for that okay and then come home and do some gaming yeah do some maybe some black ops 3 and i've been having fun with it though i do not enjoy playing the multiplayer alone which should surprise no one if you've mm-hmm. if you've met me, if it's a multiplayer game, I do not enjoy it alone outside of maybe zombies. But that's because it's not built to be multiplayer. It's built to be solo or co-op. So I can do zombies alone just fine. I'd much rather play zombies with people, which as soon as I get money, I'm forcing you to buy all the DLCs for Black Ops 3. If I have to pay for them, I have to pay for them. I don't care. It's not even for the multiplayer. Like, I want to be able to play all of the zombies maps, not just the one. Right. <laughs> that yeah. The one that, even if we play together, the two of us is not enough people to do the Easter egg for it. We have to have four people. I don't know no. four people on, or two people other than you on PlayStation who would play zombies with us. I just don't. <laughs> like, not so, fair. so, like, that map's just kind of, like, a waste at this point i love shadows of evil it's one of the best zombies maps ever but oh my god it's it's something yeah uh man that's that's a choice it's a bad choice i haven't played zombies in so long it's all right we can get back into it that's gonna be the Mm -hmm. that's the move 2023 we get back into the games that are actually fun I'd yeah. love for Fortnite to be considered one of those games that are actually fun, but like, dude, I don't want to put in the hours to remain good at that game. Like, it's uh, it takes too much playing to like be decent enough to where you don't hate your life. Yeah, you know Especially this. Especially me, trying to learn how to do shit. I mean, I am too. I don't. That game on mouse and keyboard, it's not like Valorant where you're moving and then you maybe push, you know, three or four other buttons. No, to build, you're pressing 20 different things. and mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot to learn. I, It's one of those, I wish I would have had a PC when Fortnite first came out. Learned with that game, I bet I'd be great, but that's not how it happened. <laughs> Oh, oh. such a long day at work. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Because it was cold? That, and the wind was blowing. Yeah. And the roads sucked. Yeah. We had a we had a black 
uh, S10 pass us, and I no longer said that that guy's going to have an accident. He slid off the road and rolled onto his roof. Jesus. He was fine. Oh, he was fine. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, st I stayed down in the trench holding uh, a surveying tool that we use to uh, keep pipe level. And the snow was blowing into the hole, and I look like a snowman because my coat I wear is fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was not a good time. That was pretty wow. good because I wore my bill my bibs. Wow. It was my feet that were cold. Oh, I bet. So I feet forgot to tough. put my wool socks on. Oh, so it's officially been announced. Uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, the guys who make South Park, they bought. Casa Bonita back in like yeah. during COVID or before COVID. They bought it in like 2019 and it's been closed since then. It's officially reopening in May or March. When oh. When's it reopening? May 2023. Checking their Twitter. They're also now hiring. They're hiring 500 people before the grand reopening. That's a lot Holy of people. Holy shit. That's a lot of people. <laughs> okay. Is... New question. Because maybe I just don't remember. Was Casa Bonita always pink? Like the building? Apparently, yes, kind of. I think it. I think it was it like was. it was less pink before. Now it's it like vibrant. <laughs> now it's like pink. Oh, that's noises. Uh, it's pink now, which is funny. I don't really want to talk football on here, but uh, I saw. <laughs> so you saw my video last night yelling about the coach of the year stuff. And then I saw that you saw today's video yelling oh, yeah. at the guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the I commented under that. I was like, that's got to burn. <laughs> dude, oh my God. That, that one might have burned a little bit. I was, dude, you don't even know. It, it's funnier than even what you saw. <laughs> because I made that video. And the guy commented his first response to the actual receipts of me telling him he's fucking stupid was your opinion doesn't count as a professional opinion. Technically, first of all, yes, the fuck it does. Uh, this is my do, job to do this. So, so <laughs> by all technicalities, yes, I am a professional sports analyst <laughs> by all technicalities. I was about to say, did you ask him, do you get paid to uh, talk sports? <laughs> no, I just responded to that. I was like, way to ignore the rest of the video to only try to take shots at me. We get it. You know nothing about ball. Less than five minutes later, he deleted that comment and disappeared. <laughs> like, great. don't come at me when I can get the receipts to prove you wrong. Like... Uh all oh my I can God. say is this is this is funny and you know it's all fun and games until one of these people like freaking swat you somehow. Okay. So I mean, don't worry. I've who's I've already swat you. But even our, if they do, it's, it's not that. <laughs> well, not only that, because of where we live, I've already had this conversation with Corey. It's yeah. not going to go the way people think it will for me, because you know what'll happen? You'll call them, and then he'll call me. And be like, yep. hey, <laughs> you all good? And it's like, yeah. It's like, well, we got this call. And it's like, ah, dumbasses. Yeah. <laughs> that, that happens. <laughs> yeah. The good thing is he's kind of he's kind of technologically savvy. Right? So he understands what you do and, and yeah. why. Well, and just explaining it to him, like, this is something that could happen down the road. Like, just know that. People could call and say some really wild shit to you. Like, maybe don't bust down the door with a bunch of guns ready to shoot. Because, like, yeah. it'll, it might sound bad from the outside, depending on what game we're playing. I might be screaming lots of obscenities. <laughs> I really yeah. might. But <laughs> Well, 
the thing about busting down doors in the state of Wyoming, they really don't do that. That's Most also of the times a good point. they knock first because d- busting down doors in the state of Wyoming, <laughs> even as police officers, is a good way to get shot. That's that's valid. <laughs> yeah. We have more guns than we do people. <laughs> so That's a good guy. Oh man. That's yeah. But just that whole argument was funny. The amount of people in my comment section on that video saying the Eagles were only projected six wins. Where are you getting this information? Now, if you go back going into 2021, they were projected like four and a half. But that was before Jalen Hurts had started for a full season. And nobody (laughs) really knew if he was going to be any good. Everybody was still making the bet on he wasn't really that guy in college and all i was sitting there saying you remember this jalen hurts only gets better that's what he does every year of his life he has gotten better to pretend that now he's reached his ceiling let's wait until he actually plateaus to pretend he's reached his maximum level right right at this point he's shown more uh consistency than josh allen so a hundred percent i mean it's weird don't, don't get me wrong i still love josh allen oh yeah but i still i think i'll still call things out as i see it i think that's a big issue on the internet and just with people in general i will talk about josh allen and how he has not played great this year this was his worst season since his rookie year and I don't really think anyone can argue that. Now, if if their offense would have looked like it did week one against the Rams all season, Josh Allen's MVP and you win the Super Bowl. But that's not what happened. Josh yeah. Allen started doing the same thing everybody was saying Dak Prescott is a bad quarterback for, which was mm-hmm. a ton of term, turnovers at bad spots. What is the thing between Allen and Dak that they both like what causes all of these turnovers by these two guys right well they're really reckless i mean well it's not just it's i wouldn't i don't know if reckless is the white the right word (laughs) but the the they both have really good arms Mm -hmm. they both have a bit of that not as a not as people but as players a bit of that brett Favre gene in them that mm-hmm. I the gunslinger gene, which works, but mm-hmm. you live by the gunslinger, you die by the gunslinger. Yeah. Now, Hello. they might I mean, win you one because if the, all of those shots work, there you go. It, but sometimes you take that shot at a time when it's very bad for your team, and it costs you the game. We saw right. that with Favre a lot. <laughs> we're seeing that with Dak a lot. We're beginning yeah. to see that with Allen. Well, you know, I I have mixed emotions about that because, you know, on one hand, you want them to be smart with ball. Yep. On the other hand, you want them to try and win. Yep. So, you know, in my mind, I would rather them be the gunslinger and take that risky throw versus on fourth down or third down throw it three yards to your tight end and (laughs) well it it it, even then it even comes to like the the aaron Rodgers debate right where aaron could be that gunslinger type of guy but he's not now he'll still make throws where most people go why the fuck would you throw that as he's letting it go but then because it's aaron Rodgers, it somehow magically works but we've also yeah. never seen Rodgers be like the reason his team loses a game. It's never a bad throw. It's never that. There's a lot of other stuff that goes wrong, but like yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's But I'm football, worried for we'll the Bills. Football. Because how do you improve from here? You have no money. Josh Allen's extension kicks in now. You're paying right. him. He's counting $45 million against the cap this year. That's a lot of money. You're paying right. Von Miller 
a lot of money. Like, do you just hope everyone gets healthy and that maybe healthy we got it? But betting on 32-year-old Micah Hyde and 33-year-old Jordan Poyer and 36-year-old Von... Be, I don't he, think Poyer's going to be here He next might year. not be. But then betting on Von Miller, who's like 35, to get better and mm-hmm. or, or to stay healthy. Or, I was about to say, not so much get better, just yeah, stay healthy. No, yeah, you know, can can you bank on those guys to stay I healthy? I, I don't well, think so. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe the Bills seem to surprise me every year on what they do. So That's fair. I don't know. Maybe Josh Allen will, will you know, be like, hey, or pull a Tom Brady and be like, hey, I don't need this much money. I don't Here, think he does here's ten that. million dollars to go pick up this dude or something like that. You know, so, I don't think he'll do that. He's still young, so. right? <laughs> you know, maybe third contract comes around and he's smart right. and takes less. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. There's I, also I don't know. the The biggest issue is the cap because like Adam Thielen would be a cool guy for the Bills to trade for because Josh Allen could finally have a real reliable red zone threat for whatever reason. Adam Thielen inside the 20, best receiver in football. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just... I think that's something that really the Bills need to work on. Right. You look at, at their their successes from inside Ooh, the red I zone. See, yeah, what is, is the Bills? atrocious. NFL red zone. Like... From my perception, their inside red zone stuff is uh, like bottom of the totem pole. Okay, so I could be wrong, but I could be wrong, but I don't. NFL team red zone scoring percentage on touchdown only. The Bills are ranked ninth, just behind the Minnesota Vikings. But also, it's weird. So the number one team is Dallas. With 71.43%. The number mm-hmm. two team is Kansas City with 70.67%. Then Philly yeah. at 68, Detroit at 66, Cincy at 65, the Giants at 64, Tennessee at 64, the Vikings at 63, Buffalo at 60. So there's like a bit, a, a kind of large drop from eight to nine. Mm-hmm. Like the drop from eight to nine is about the same as the drop from one to four. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's fair. But the the thing for the Bills, Dawson Knox is not that good. No, I, I don't know what Bills fans were seeing. Like, I people early in the season were telling me he was better than T.J. Hawkinson. No, the fuck, no. <laughs> Like no, I, I will say he's solid in some aspects. He's not aspect. bad, but like I made him. I've I've seen him make some really good catches, and then yep. again, I've also seen him drop some really critical passes that right. were just easy. My grandmother could have caught passes, and right. The, that's what kind of throws me off from him. That's kind of the I, thing with I, the Bills. I, Their weapons aren't as good as people think they are. Yeah, Diggs is Diggs. Nobody's yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna argue against him. But Gabe Davis isn't this legit number two. He's like a good number three who can flash. Like I said right. last time we talked, he's KJ Osborne, but a little faster, which yeah. actually and, and, doesn't work out because KJ has better hands, which I'd rather have better hands than speed. Like, I want you to make the catch. I don't care what you can do with it after. You got to make it first. Which makes me think that maybe the bills need to you know uh, they they definitely need to get Josh Allen some more weapons that are more reliable like also, Diggs can't be the only person that right. that Josh Allen can feel comfortable throwing to like if i wonder what Josh Allen would do if he got thrown on to, uh, to a team like the Bengals where oh, every yeah. receiver he throws to could be a top top like a number 1 or number 2 receiver on any team right so right i <sighs> And then the running back situation, I know the Bills have invested a lot in running backs. The second round pick on James Cook, currently Devin Singletary, the trading for Naheem Hines. 
Ah, I'm starting to get the hiccups. It's a problem. Starting to backfire. Um, like you have all of those guys. Yeah, but like none of them are that good. Like, right. I, I James think Cook, Cook has a has a, a chance to right. become something really good. But that's but it's a tough he's thing. Developing. But, but it's also a tough to, thing if he needs to do it quickly. If it picked twenty three. You know, if it picked 23, Bajon Robinson, the running back out of Texas, is there. Like, right. do you consider it? I, I don't think so, because at this point, you need defense and O-line way more than mm-hmm. you need another running back or even another receiver outside of, like, if Jackson Smith and Jigba is there, the, the guy out of Ohio State, who is more of the little shifty slot guy who can just get open. Like, if he's there, yes. I yeah, just, yeah. I feel like he's going to be, like, a top 10 pick. So I don't know if, like, he shouldn't be there. So what do you do? Like, I think you got to, you need another edge rusher. Maybe Greg Russo can take a step again. Maybe. Yeah. But then you're. But, like, outside of Von Miller, you have no juice on that pass rush at all. Maybe Ed Oliver takes a step. But it's been three yeah. years or four years. Does he really have that many more steps he can take? Right. Like, you know. I the, thought, uh, what the hell's the, um, the middle linebacker for the – Oh, Matt Milano? Um, no. Or Tremaine Edmonds. It might be Tremaine Edmonds. He's got the long black hair. Yep. Kind of a bigger guy. Edmonds probably won't be a bill next year. Yeah. Well, he did really well. I was surprised because I thought he was going to suck. Because he has forever. Because you remember me talking about him last year. Because I was like, Tremaine Edmonds, he's been like leading the league in tackles every year. But he's actually not that good. Like tackles are a very misleading stat. Right. All you got to right. do is be the closest guy to the guy who runs out of bounds. Or technically, you guys can have him stood up, but they haven't blown the whistle yet. I come jump in the pile. I get credited mm-hmm. with a tackle the same as the rest of you. <laughs> like, right. But he took a big step this year. He's also... This was definitely his best year he's ever oh, had. Oh, yeah. And he's also By only far. 24 which is wild because right. he's been in the league for five years. <laughs> but well, he's a pretty big go- dude, you know, for a middle linebacker. Right. He's pretty big. 6'5", 250. Yeah. Um, but no, like maybe, but Tremaine Edmonds is probably gone. And I think there's a world where he leaves just because he wants to go pair up with his brother somewhere. Which, you know, there's part of me that hopes Minnesota clears the cap room by then. To go get both Edmondses to replace mm-hmm. Harrison Smith and Eric Kendricks, but that's just me being a being a dreamer, less of a. Oh yeah, uh, Bills GM Billy Bean came out and explained the challenges of keeping Tremaine Edmonds in Buffalo this off season. Yeah. Well, Bean did indicate on Tuesday that the Bills would like to retain Edmonds, if at all possible. He didn't sound too terribly confident in that being the end result, mainly due to salary cap hurdles the organization yeah. you know, will face. If he, if, he, if he leaves, I'm not going to be too upset about it. Sure. I mean, he did well, but is there better out there? Yes. Will we be able to get it? That's the, the hard and part. That's but. the other thing. I think a lot of people forget building an NFL team around positions that aren't that valuable is not smart. Mm -hmm. Literally take the Vikings as the example. Where is all their money going? To a quarterback who's mediocre, fair. Mm -hmm. But then after that, what are the biggest contracts? Harrison Smith, a safety. Safeties (laughs) don't matter in the NFL. They really don't. Look at every team in the playoffs right now I guess outside of Cincinnati with Jesse Bates but he's still on his rookie deal they aren't paying him anything I I guess the same with the Eagles they have CJ Gardner Johnson but he's they're not paying him anything 
He's not getting paid until this offseason, which won't be by the Eagles probably. Like, the Niners and Chiefs have awful safeties because they don't matter that much. So the Vikings built their defense around the two least premium positions in football, and then where's all their money on offense going? A running back? And a wide receiver, too, who was unathletic when we gave him the contract, and now he's 35, making more money against the salary cap than Devontae Adams. Yep. That's a problem. That's not where you invest your money. Obviously, you need to invest in a quarterback, whether that's with money or with draft capital. You have to invest in a quarterback. Outside of that, offensive tackles are the two most important spots. What have the Vikings figured out now? Oh, they have two of the five best tackles in football. Good. Cool. Linebackers and safeties aren't that important. What are? Edge rushers and corners. And... So what you really want to pay, you want to pay a quarterback, you want to pay a wide receiver, you want to be giving J.J. whatever the fuck he wants. If he asks for Minneapolis to be his, like we kick everybody out and he just runs it like it's his own kingdom, fine, give it to him. I don't care. Whatever it is, give it to him. Uh, (laughs) So you pay your quarterback, you pay your receiver, you pay your tackles, you pay your edge rushers, you pay your corners, and you just say fuck it with everything else because you can figure it out because it's not that important. What do the Chiefs do? They pay Patrick Mahomes. They pay Travis Kelsey. They're paying... Their their tackles are making a ton of money and should be really good. They're just playing like shit, which... (laughs) Ah, fuck. Which sucks for Orlando Brown, their left tackle... Because he turned down a $100 million extension in the offseason from the Chiefs and came out and has played like a bottom five tackle in football. He (laughs) fucked himself. He bet on himself and he was wrong, which sucks. But, (laughs) you know, where else is their money going? Oh, to Chris Jones, an interior pass rusher. But that's the thing. He's a pass rusher. That's what you need. (laughs) Uh, the rest of their money is going to what? Legereus Sneed at corner. And like, they're not paying big bucks to bad, uh, to, to positions that don't matter. The only team where the middle linebacker is actually an, an actual off ball linebacker plays any real role on a team that's any good is the 49ers. And that's because Fred Warner is the best in the world at what he does. Of course you pay him. Which was the argument, which is why the Vikings paid Eric Kendricks and Harrison Smith. They right. were the best in the world when you gave them those contracts. They absolutely deserved them. But we've also seen why you don't give guys at those positions that money. You're paying the most value to the least valuable positions, and it doesn't work. No, time and time again, you can see where it does not, does right? not pay off. It happens a lot, and it sucks. But it's also, I also get it from a team perspective. How do you let the best linebacker in football walk away? You don't. How do you let the best safety in football walk away? It's not often you're going to get the best at any position on your team. It's really hard to let those dudes walk. I get it. But eventually it has to go. And the Vikings, you know, it's going to be tough. I'm switching back to the Vikings. I gotta, because I've been thinking about it. It's going to be a really tough off season for Kwesi because how do you go to your management after going 13 and four, making the playoffs, winning your division? How do you then go to your management and say, our team's not actually as good as what that record and what last season showed you. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. So, all of these guys that you've grown to love and who have been a big part of this organization and who have contributed to the most successful era, kind of, in Vikings history in a long time. Like, we have not been this, I don't want to say continuously successful because it's like every other year we're a playoff team, but before that the Vikings weren't that team either. 
Like, yeah. it's really been since the 60s, since the Vikings were that team. And then, like, I guess maybe the late 90s, early 2000s, but that other than the 1998 year, we were really never that team. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say about number one players. Yeah, they're hard to let go, but also if they're number one in the league, they're very valuable. And you could get a lot out of them if you play it right. And yeah. if you can if you can let a number one go and pick up a couple other guys and also a little more money gives you a little more money to yep. to play around with and and make a position that sure that guy was the best right there but if you can if you can take a really good position and then turn it into two or three people right that you bring in and and it you know makes you uh instead of number 1 a 3 quarter percent at three positions, what I've noticed in the NFL, it's whoever has the most balanced team that kind does of. the best. I mean, <sighs> I mean, sure, there's yeah. there's times where you're gonna, you know, lack a little bit, but still, most teams have really bad weak points, and any good coach and player is gonna know about those weak points and they're going to exploit it. So if you can make as little weak points in your team as possible, then you're going to have a good chance at being successful in football. Yeah, that's val- that's valid. But but also just getting ownership to sign off on blowing it up after yeah. you just made a pretty big run. Like I don't know. Like that's a tough conversation to have. Go to ownership and well, yes, the numbers show we were this good. This year coming up, we won't be that way if we just run it back. We're gonna have a first place schedule, so we aren't playing as easy of teams as we did this year, which we did quite a bit. Now again, you only play who's in front of you. That's how it works, but let me let me see. Twenty twenty three Vikings schedule. I won't know what weeks we're playing who, but I can tell you who we're playing. Yeah, so this year for the Vikings, we get the Falcons, the Panthers, the Bears, the Broncos. That all doesn't sound too bad. The Lions, Packers, Raiders, Bears, Saints, Buccaneers, Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals, Niners, Eagles. Those are the best teams in football. We're getting all of the best teams in football, realistically, outside of what, Buffalo? We're not playing them two years in a row? Cool. Like, you gotta eventually, eventually, we can't keep kicking the can down the road with, we'll restructure Harrison Smith again, we'll restructure Kendricks again. We can't. Eventually, you have to blow it up, and we might have already waited a year too long. We can't wait another year to where... Kendricks won't be any good at all or Harrison won't be any good at all. We got to move on before that point. Like it, you cannot. Yeah. You can't be the team who gives up their guys a year too late instead of a year too early. If Harrison mm-hmm. Smith goes and has a defensive player of the year case somewhere else. Yes, that's going to suck. But I'd rather be a year too early than a year too late. Because yeah, as constructed, we're not value. winning a Super Bowl this year. Like, no matter what next year, we, we aren't winning a Super Bowl, so what's the point of running it back? Mm-hmm. Like, blow it up. Go build through the draft. Get some guys through free agency. Find your quarterback of the future because it can't be Kirk. I, I saw some things about the Vikings possibly extending him. That's stupid. He's 36. You do not extend him. You go draft your QB or in a perfect world that would suck for me. This is one of those I lose but I win moments. If the 49ers win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, which would suck for me because I I don't even dislike Brock Purdy. I dislike the way people talk about him. He's not that good. But if the yeah. Niners win a Super Bowl with him, 
and go into next, you know, go into the offseason saying, obviously we're going to stick with Purdy. We have to rock with this dude, which makes sense. He did just win you a Super Bowl. Like, that is a valid way of thinking. Right. If Trey Lance is on the table, you make the call. <laughs> Absolutely. You make that fucking call. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I get it. No He's already three years into his career, which means we lose some of that rookie contract. But guess what? He hasn't proven anything either. When we go, if we go trade for him, extend him now at fifteen mil a year before he's hit it big. So he's getting good money, anyways. Fuck, give him fifteen a year, fully guaranteed. I don't care. <laughs> like I really don't. And even if he wants I to make it just a three-year deal. That's still guaranteeing five years of a cheaper quarterback contract, right? Yep. Five. And that, that'll give you a lot of cap space too. That, to, and that's to, a five-year window of now is our time. Maybe could Trey Lance suck? Sure. Could any quarterback we go draft suck? Sure. That's that's how this works. You got to take the gamble. You can't just keep riding with mediocrity. Shoot! Right. Shoot high. Please. Please, yeah. God. <laughs> Playing it safe all the time isn't going to get you anywhere most of the time. So No, it's going to get you where the Vikings have been. Mm -hmm. Either barely making the playoffs or barely missing it, never having the draft capital to go really improve, but never being bad enough where you want to blow it up. Eventually, <laughs> you've got to take a shot. Eventually. You have to just go for it. And mm -hmm. if we're being honest, this is a new GM who definitely just earned his in with the organization. Like, they're not going to be looking at firing him for years to come. Mm -hmm. Same with the coach. You just earned your in. Because the team had won. This is very important, and this is why I was so mad about Kevin O'Connell not being a coach of the year candidate. The team won 15 games in 2021 and 2020 combined. You won 13 in 2022. That's an incredible jump. Like, yep. that just earned Kevin O'Connell the entire length of his first contract. Like, it doesn't matter. We can go out and not win a game next year. Guess what? Kevin O'Connell won't even be on the hot seat. Like, you have now built that trust within the organization. Now's the time. And Quessy has to know this. He is not a huge football guy. God damn it, we weren't going to get into this. Maybe this just means I don't rant about the Vikings as much on Run the North this week, which is probably a good thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it always happens. We always don't dive into the sports deal, and it just happens every time. Yeah, we get, like, kind of in it, and then I just get yeah. sucked in because, like, oh, my God, yeah. I have opinions. Well, that's literally what you do for a living, so it's really hard to not talk about it. That's fair. Especially when we're just having a conversation. That's fair. But, so. like... Oh, God, I just lost what I was going to say. Oh, Quessy isn't a big football guy. His background isn't in football. I think three years ago he was a stockbroker for, like, a major bank on Wall Street. Like, he's an analytical numbers guy. And what do the numbers tell you in NFL history? You don't win paying a quarterback more than 12% of your salary cap. Uh... I got to I got to double check what percentage of the salary cap is Kirk's Kirk Cousins contract. Uh the only quarterbacks who have won without being or taking up more than 12% of their team's cap is Brady and Matthew Stafford last year. Which what did the Rams do last year? They already had the team built. They mm -hmm. traded for Stafford. <laughs> then they traded for Von Miller. Then they signed OBJ. They mortgaged everything for that ring, and they got it. Mm -hmm. But also, now you see they're what happened. <laughs> they're so fucked. They have no picks. They have no cap room, and their team sucks. Mm -hmm. Because what happened? Von Miller was a free agent after the trade anyways, so he walked mm -hmm. to a team with a brighter future in the Bills. Mm -hmm. uh, how much brighter is it at this point? Not really sure. 
kind of confused. That window might have closed. You might got to open a new window. I don't know how you do it, but eh, whatever. Um, what else happened? Stafford gets hurt. OBJ walks. Mm-hmm. The guy you signed to replace OBJ, Allen Robinson, sucks. Uh, <laughs> your three best offensive linemen either retire or walk in free agency. So now your O-line is atrocious. On defense, outside of Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, you have no dudes. There are no other good players on that defense. You're fucked. Like, maybe, now, maybe getting Stafford back healthy next year, if he even comes back, there is still a very good shot that Stafford retires. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta check it. I gotta see if that's still a thing. Will Matthew Stafford retire? I've seen. Oh, apparently he's made it. Oh, within the last like two weeks, he's made it clear he's not retiring. But the neck injury he had could have caused that. I mean, he made apparently an official announcement on January 9th that I saw nowhere, which is wild. But Stafford's going to be back. So maybe with the return of Stafford. Like, maybe you can be good, but can you win a Super Bowl again? Can the Rams team, how it is right now, because there's not that much improving you can do to it. Right. Can they beat the Eagles? Can they beat the Niners? Can they beat the Cowboys? I think they can, but it's it's not going to be, it's it, going to be a really rocky road and everybody ha- is going to have to be, you know, healthy. You like losing losing Cooper Cup, that was a that oh, was a Cooper Cup too. going down was a problem for sure. Yeah, but it's it's wild. Like, I mean, you got the rings, so nobody's ever really gonna care. But right. damn, dude, you know what it would really suck for him is they did all this shit and then lost. Right. If you don't win the Super Bowl, this looks like the worst. Like, if they didn't win a Super Bowl last year, I almost guarantee McVeigh and Sneed, their GM, get fired. Yep. As much yep. of a genius as McVeigh is, I think it would be, dude, we mortgaged everything for you, and yep. you didn't and, do it. And we, you still <laughs> lost. <laughs> like, winning it again, that buys you a lot of time. Yep. Like... <laughs> but man is the future bleak for that team same with like the broncos future's kind of bleak at the moment you can't really improve the team you really gotta just hope russ bounces back because if he doesn't man are the next five years gonna be rough in denver oh my god yeah my favorite yeah. one that i hope oh go ahead sorry uh, well, uh, I was just gonna say that you know, yeah, Russ struggled, but I don't know. It the the, the Broncos team just acted like they didn't want to play. That and and I did see some improvement after they did have a new coach come in. That's so true. Like th- we'll, there we'll is see. a chance. I do believe that they are going to have a better record next year than they oh, did this year. They almost and have that to. Be hard. That wouldn't be hard to do, right? But but I don't know. I, Oh, and maybe man. they'll surprise us. I mean, they have one hell of a defense, so... And yeah, they're not a bad team. It's all about if Russ can even be half of what he was in Seattle. Denver could be a right. scary team. Can he be, though, is is a very interesting question. Yeah. But you know what quarterback I hope never figures it out? Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good quarterback. He never figured it out. He sucked. And, dude, the Browns have fucked over the entire NFL with that because of the contract they gave him. Deshaun Watson is counting $55 million against the cap next year. That is $20 more million than Kirk. And I think... (laughs) 15 more than Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. You're not going to win with that guy, man. I don't care if he comes back to what he was. 
what are you doing, Miles Garrett contract? Right? Dude, and it's that contract that is why the Ravens are going to lose Lamar. I was listening to the Stay Hot podcast earlier. They had Brett Coleman on it. And Brett re- brought up the fact that Deshaun's contract is the reason why the Ravens are probably going to lose out on Lamar. Mm-hmm. Because the thing he brought up that is important, these guaranteed deals like Lamar's or like Deshaun's $250 million guaranteed, whatever, all of those guarantees, every bit of that money, the day that contract is signed, that liquid cash has to be deposited in like an escrow account. Somehow these owners have to come up with for, you know, $250 million in liquid cash. Well, that doesn't sound like that big of a deal. These owners are rich. Not all of them are that rich. Yeah. $250 million to the Ravens owner, I think is like 10% of his net worth or something silly. Maybe not 10. Uh, Steve, Steve, uh, Ravens owner net worth. Okay, so... Yeah, so for the the contract Lamar wants. I'm sorry, my my brain is not working. I'm doing the math real quick. Yeah. Sorry, I was a little off. But Lamar if he got that contract tomorrow, the Ravens owner would be just having to find liquid cash worth 5% of his net worth. That's a lot of money. Like I, I now for some owners, it doesn't matter. The Rams owner has, is like worth $80 billion. It truly doesn't matter. Jerry Jones is worth a hundred billion dollars. It really doesn't matter. I, I don't think that's exactly accurate. Or the Broncos owners now, the Walton family who own Walmart. Yeah, they can get $300 million in liquid cash in 20 minutes, I'm sure. (laughs) For the Ravens owner, it's not that easy. For some of these not-as-rich owners, I get they're still worth billions, right? But, like, that's a lot of liquid cash to have to be able to find a way to move relatively quickly. I mean, look at the Bengals. The reason they, you know, haven't had the best facilities and the reason Jesse Bates is about to leave Cincinnati is because their owner legitimately does not have the money to do any sort of guaranteed contract. Every offensive lineman they signed in the offseason, their guarantees were for this year and this year alone. None of the rest of their contract is a guarantee because he doesn't have the money to move the liquid cash it takes to sign these guys to guarantees. The only guy the Bengals are going to make that exception for is Joe Burrow. Because right. of fucking course you would. It's Joe goddamn Burrow. But what you're also going to hope is that you can do more of a Patrick Mahomes type deal with him. The 12 year $500 million sounds like a lot, but turns out his cap hit is less than all of these shitty quarterbacks because of the way you move the money around and do it smart. Yeah. You don't end up like the Browns with Deshaun Watson or like the Cowboys with Dak and Zeke. Those contracts don't look good right now. Now, Dak, I'm going to defend. Like, it, we talked about it. It's the mentality. It's the gunslinger mentality. The way the Cowboys game went, that was entirely within the range of expected outcomes. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like Dak played so astronomically bad. Like, well, no, he missed some throws. I don't think he really. I mean, he, no. he missed a few throws. He but missed so, some throws so and some it. bad turnovers. That sucks. Like, whatever. What can you yeah. do? It happens. I now, mean, had the defense actually made, done their part? I know they held the 49ers to a pretty low score. You had four interceptions of Brock Purdy that were directly in your hands that you dropped. Catch any one of those and you win that game. Mm -hmm. Fuck, on two of them you score, which means you win that game. 
Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just unlucky. <laughs> like it it entirely is. What about that final play in that Cowboys Niners game though? You were here for that. That's the only thing I could say about Dak. I don't know what in the hell. He didn't call that play. His well, decision of where to throw it was stupid, though. That, that's what I was getting at. Like, the one guy that doesn't have blockers for him. Right? You had offensive <laughs> lineman out as lead block. I feel so bad for Zeke, though. He's taking so much heat right now. Yeah, I've seen that. That was such a shitty block. I promise you, Zeke did not think anyone was going to rush him at all. (laughs) I think he stood up to act like he was going to block. I think he had a route he was supposed to run. But then he sees dude coming because you see him kind of get down and brace. But it just wasn't enough. I don't think he thought there was a chance in hell (laughs) that he was getting rushed right there. And he just got flattened. It was great. Well, right. Wait, I want anybody out there who thinks they're really good at football to have a big guy like that have a full head of steam and you stand up and stand there and be able to take him I on. promise you I'm running through him every time that way. And he's running right. through me every time that way. <laughs> it every is time. basic physics. Yep. <laughs> Object and motion tend to stay in motion. It's true. It's he true. was standing there. <laughs> yeah, Zeke was not an immovable object. He, <laughs> well, he was pass blocking. Right? He, if you look at the play, when he snaps ball and stands up, there's like six or seven yards <laughs> yeah. a gap. Yep. So one, he's thinking, okay, this guy's so far off, he's not going to rush. Right. And two, oh shit, he's rushing and he's got a full head of steam. <laughs> I genuinely think, because if you kind of look at the way that was set up, I think Zeke was supposed to shade out behind those blockers on the right side and Zeke was supposed to get the ball first because he's the most likely not to make a man miss, but if somebody's able to get their hands on him, he's the most likely to get through a tackle, allow you to keep the play going, make a pitch to a different guy. Like, to me, that makes sense. (laughs) That or... Or CeeDee Lamb, because he's fucking CeeDee Lamb. Sorry. Yeah. (sighs) The only other thing I could have... The person that he threw to, the only thing I could think of is if they they planned on throwing to him and then him pitching it. Maybe. Or something like that. But he didn't... Dak should have seen he wasn't going to have time to pitch. I don't know who it was. It might have been Jimmy Ward. Was bearing down on him so fast there was right. oh my god but i mean Dak kind of got it out a little bit fast so maybe he, he just thought he had to yeah because <laughs> i think he thought he was poor, about to die <laughs> well zeke died right <laughs> oh my god man it's it's funny i like i laughed at that play for a while that was Dude, that was something to watch. I, I remember we both just sat there kind of mouth wide open and i just remember me saying four times just Dude, what the fuck was that? No, like, seriously, what the fuck was that? (laughs) How? What pisses me off more is McCarthy wasn't smart enough. When they lined up in that formation and the Niners called a timeout to match it and beat it, why wouldn't you change your play call? Right. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. The other team has just now built their defense to stop what you're doing, or at least what they think you're doing. I'm not even. I'm not even sure if Mike McCarthy knew what he thought he was doing, <laughs> or Kellen like- Moore, whoever it was, whichever guy called that play. Dude, I think it was just a. Fuck it, let's draw something up like backyard football. Dude, this is the NFL. That's not. <laughs> that's not gonna work. Yeah, you're not brilliant enough to do that. Oh my god, that was awful, but it was hilarious. It was fun to watch. Oh my I god. I will say that. It was something, for sure. I Now I just need the Eagles to go go and do what they're best at. Beat the shit out of the Niners. I don't even know if that's what they're best at, but I need them to do it either way. Uh Oh yep. yeah. So, I'm very happy about this. Frank Reich, former Colts head coach, Mm -hmm. 
signed to be the Carolina Panthers head coach for next year. Hmm. So Frank Reich was the first ever starting quarterback in Carolina Panthers history. He is now their head coach, and he is also the first offensive-minded head coach in Carolina Panthers history. Really? Yeah. Panthers have never hired an offensive guy. Always been defensive. Always. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a Carolina thing to do. Right? Um, <laughs> I thought I'd seen a thing today where um, somebody thought for sure that Aaron Rodgers was going to go to the Lions. Oh, that makes no sense. I think it was the Lions or something like that. And I know there are a lot of reports about the Jets. Maybe it was the Jets I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, it was the Jets. Because uh, uh, who was it that used to be a coach for? That oh, Nathaniel Hackett, Hackett. The Broncos yeah, Hackett. head coach from last team. year. And the year before that, he was Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator. He mm -hmm. just signed on to be the offensive coordinator of the Jets, which means the Jets have just done the same thing the Broncos did. We're hiring mm -hmm. an idiot because we think it'll help us get Aaron. When Aaron <laughs> decides to stay in Green Bay, the Jets' offense is going to suck because Hackett's not good. Of course, Aaron Rodgers will make it look good because that is the baddest man on the planet. We've been saying it for 20 fucking years now. That's just what Rodgers is. Like, I don't... Dude, how many quarterbacks do you know that'll throw 50 touchdowns and only two picks? Like, dude, Aaron's that guy. I don't care. I, you can say what you want about how kind of moronic he is with some of the shit he says. That's fair. <laughs> but, like, yeah. dude, as a quarterback... Outside of Patrick Mahomes, we've never even seen anyone close to his talent level. Like, there is not a throw in the world Rodgers can't make. There's just not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if he was 10 years younger, he'd get a bigger deal than Mahomes did if he were hitting the market right now. He just would. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm a little sad. Um, the Vikings, Brian Flores, former Dolphins head coach, current uh, Steelers defensive assistant and linebackers coach, mm -hmm. was in the building today to interview for our defensive coordinator job. Apparently, yeah. we let him leave the building, which was a mistake. With Frank Reich just signing a head coaching job with... Uh, Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, saying he's not going to coach anywhere else. He's returning to the Cowboys as DC. And uh, the Brad Johnson, Gus Johnson, the, the Lions offensive coordinator deciding to stick in Detroit. Flores might get real head coaching opportunities now. You should not have let him leave. <laughs> Fuck. And I swear to God. Oh, dude, the actual fucking screaming I will do because we interviewed Mike Pettin for our defensive coordinator position. He was the D.C. in Green Bay a few years ago. He's awful. If that's the guy we pick, I might call for KOC's head, like genuinely. You can't pick this guy. You cannot. You cannot say like you want to, do, to improve and then pick that guy. Also, sounds I find this a little confusing. Oh, go ahead and say what you were going to say. This sounds like a Viking thing to do. It really does, and I hate it. <laughs> um, so, along with all the other awards that we talked about, the NFL announced their finalists for MVP. There's one guy on the list that confuses me. And I, want, I, I wonder if you're going to agree. So the finalists, your top three, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. No surprise. No. Next guy on the list is the one I'm confused about. Josh Allen. Why is he in the running for MVP? This was like his worst year statistically since he was a rookie. 
why right. is he I get it. He is an incredible player and he will probably always be in this conversation. But why is he yeah. a finalist this year? That just doesn't um, uh. If 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 I had to pick somebody over Josh Allen to take that spot. Yeah. I would have to pick Trevor Lawrence. Oh, thank you. Trevor Lawrence is fucking phenomenal. Especially... And I also believe that their coach should be Oh yeah. I I really It's going to be hard not to give it to Brian Dable, but right, man, right. Doug but Peterson should still at least be acknowledged. Oh, Doug like... Peterson did get acknowledged, so we're oh, good there. Okay. Yeah, we're good there. All right. Is that uh, the the original list I seen they didn't have him listed. They also had Sean McDermott up there, which yeah, which oh my god, why? The Bills disappointed in the regular season and the postseason. How do you have that guy as a coach of the year candidate? It doesn't make sense. I think Sean's a good coach. Oh, absolutely. I he, think that's I think that's something people miss. By me saying he doesn't deserve to be coach of the year, that's not me saying he's bad. That's me saying there are five coaches this year who did a better job with their teams than he did. Right. Well, the coaches of the years usually need to be look at – you have to look at the – they exceeded expectations. Yep. Didn't they didn't, you know, underperform. Right. Like I get it. Sometimes your team just, you yeah. know, has tough luck and and it doesn't go the way you hoped. So, and it's not always your fault as a coach, but you want to know how I know still. the the NFL is actually biased against the Vikings? I learned this today and it pissed me off. In 1998, the Vikings went 15-1 and and had the greatest offense ever seen on a football field by every mm -hmm. metric. Dennis Green, the head coach that year of the team with the best record and who way exceeded expectations, did not win coach of the year. How? How? Like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, that makes how do you choose no anybody sense. other than him? Right? Um, but the final MVP candidate is someone we all know won't win. But as he posted on Twitter, I'm honored to be a candidate, Justin mm -hmm. Jefferson. The only non-quarterback to make the finalist list for MVP. And he absolutely deserves to be on that list. Yeah. <laughs> The Vikings yes, won 11 one-score games. I don't know if we win a single one of them without JJ. I know we don't beat the, beat the Bills. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fourth and 18. Fuck it. JJ us down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He was, too. He was down there somewhere. But, uh, all right. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, wrap up here? not that I can think of at the moment. All right. To be honest. So, um, yeah. Turned out to be another sports one. But... Oh, real quick. Just saw this tweet. Um, <laughs> This some guy tweeted out, the Panthers are no longer an option for Sean Payton, which is true. They hired a different coach. And there was an issue with Peyton's interview with the Broncos. Peyton likes the idea of coaching Russell Wilson and having that defense, but fears a potential power struggle with a member of the ownership group. Source says, you want to know how to really make yourself look like a fucking idiot? When Sean Peyton quote tweets you and says zero truth to this, we had a great visit, and Broncos' ownership is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so how do you feel about It's like, oh my god, I don't really want to get into it, but I, I think I mentioned it to you. Yeah, it was in the truck with your mom on the way to darts, the fucking idiot in Kentucky, the oh, guy yeah. running for governor, who, mm -hmm. well, my sources said, and then never apologized for just making shit up. Mm -hmm. That's about the same way. Your sources were very fucking wrong. 
<laughs> like, maybe have sources that actually know what the fuck they're talking about, dog. Like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> my my sources were I dreamt it once, dude. Source, who knows? <laughs> source, I, didn't I made say it up. What source? <laughs> source, it was I made my it own up. Source, yep. Yeah, that's wild. But uh, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. I just the fact that I came across that tweet just now is funny. <laughs> Zero well, truth fun. to this. Have fun on your whatever North thing you're yeah, doing. Yeah, now I get to go record Run the North, uh, yeah. our sports podcast. So we get to talk about yeah. every team except the Vikings, probably, which is valid. Uh, yeah, yeah. None of us get yeah. to talk about our teams. The Bears, Packers, and Vikings all suck. So, yeah. Well, that's how it works. Someday. We didn't win a playoff game, so we all suck. We all suck equal levels. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that'll do it for us. So uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.